but it's definitely a sign of perfectionism. We want to avoid shame. And a lot of our shame comes from the judgment of others. So we want to look perfect in the eyes of others. So we will go out of our way to try to please them, make people like us and approve of us. Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast, hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hey guys, and welcome back to Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking consistent aligned action towards manifesting everything we've ever wanted. Today is part one of two parts that I will be doing about perfectionism. Uh, Perfectionism is something that I realized in myself when I was 29, so only about two and a half years ago now, and finding this out absolutely changed the game for me. When I realized that I am in fact a perfectionist, I really was able to start getting into the driver's seat of my own life and taking the consistent aligned action I needed to take towards manifesting everything I've ever wanted. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about three massive ways in which perfectionism is holding you back. And then in the next episode, episode 14, I will be talking about how to use your perfectionism to set yourself up for success. So perfectionism is a bit of a buzzword and it has been for a long time, but it's so misunderstood in the way that it's talked about in the mainstream. So in this episode, I'm going to be breaking down what it is and how it shows up in our lives and three huge elements of perfectionism that are probably getting in your way. As I said, I am definitely a perfectionist, but I did not realize that I was one for the first 29 years of my life. And I see a lot of people online talking about being a recovering perfectionist or overcoming perfectionism. And I don't look at it like that. I prefer to look at some, not all, of my perfectionist tendencies as superpowers. And I like to look at it as having my perfectionism under control and working for me to set me up for success. And I love this idea of of being set up for success rather than being set up to fail. And recognizing these perfectionist patterns of thinking and as a result behaving is the first step towards beginning to set yourself up for success. And this was the case in my journey. Once I understood that perfectionism was in my way, things really started to change for me. And this was not long ago. It was just, just around the, when the pandemic first hit in like March, 2020. So yeah, around three years ago, And once I realized this, I really started getting out of my own way. So if you want to set yourself up for success, do reach out to me through the links in the show notes to talk about joining my one-on-one coaching mentorship, Manifest Action. It's a 12-week coaching mentorship where we will dive deep into everything that's been holding you back, come up with 
a really, really detailed strategy of how you can begin to set yourself up for success, how to break up with your excuses, create sustainable habits and so much more. So go to the link in the show notes to learn more or go to my Instagram at to manifest action and send me a DM and we can talk all about how we can work together to get yourself out of that cycle of procrastination and into consistent aligned action. Okay, so let's break down what perfectionism is and what it is not. So when I was at school, my idea of perfectionism was never making mistakes, having perfect handwriting and always giving 110% to everything you tried. So the people that would do their homework the day that it was set, the people that would revise hours and hours and hours for a test and make sure they were doing it perfect and getting it perfect. And this was not me at all. Perfectionism is not about striving for excellence. And I'll talk about what it is in a second, but it's not about striving for excellence at all. I was definitely not the kind of person who would do the homework the day that it was set. I would always wait until the last minute. I would revise like the day before the test or even the morning of the test, that kind of thing. And I would still do okay. And this was because I had this perfectionist tendency that led me to think if I don't try my hardest, I'll never have to face the reality that my hardest is not good enough to get me the result. Therefore, when I did the homework or did the test and did okay still, even with that minimal effort, I would could use the excuse of, oh, okay, well, I did this work with only this much effort. Imagine how I could actually do if I really had tried my hardest. And it held me back from ever really having to try my hardest. And as a result, finding out whether my hardest was actually good enough. It kept me safe from feeling that shame. And shame is so key to understanding what perfectionism actually is. So a lot of what I've learned about perfectionism comes from the work of the wonderful Brene Brown. She is a researcher and an author and she has some amazing books including The Gifts of Imperfection and Dare to Lead and so many others. I won't list all her titles here but she is wonderful. Definitely go and check her out because her work has been so helpful She also has one of the most viewed TED Talks on YouTube, so definitely go and watch that. I I will link it in the show notes for you. So this is one of her definitions of perfectionism. Perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels this primary thought. If I look perfect and do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of blame, judgment and shame. As I mentioned earlier, avoiding shame is one of the key things we try to do as perfectionists. We don't want to ever have that feeling that we're not good enough. And I don't think anyone wants to have that feeling that they're not good enough. But this is a very like fixed mindset way of thinking. Like You're never going to be amazing at something when you try for the first time. And perfectionism stops us from trying lots of new things because we don't ever want to be considered to not be good enough. Therefore, it holds us back from going after what we really want, from you know trying and failing and doing all those things that will really get us into a growth mindset. Another person who has been really key in helping me 
understand myself better in terms of my mindset is Dr. Carol Dweck. She is the writer of the book Mindset and she created the concept of growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Definitely go and check her work out as well. Perfectionism is a fixed mindset way of thinking. And when we are using our perfectionism in a way that sets us up for success, it can help us actually get into more of a growth mindset. I say more of a growth mindset because it's not, it's a common misunderstanding that you can't just go from being in a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. It's a spectrum and it's in many different categories of your life. For example, for example, with uh, fitness, you might be in more of a growth mindset than say with learning a language. If you've been one of those people who, who tells yourself all the time, like, oh, I'm just not good at learning languages, uh, you might find yourself in a fixed mindset there. So anyway, it's not just a switch like, oh, I'm gone, going from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. It takes a lot of work. Anyway, side note. So going back to perfectionism, somewhat ironically, this way of thinking about avoiding shame despite our greatest efforts, is actually a function of shame. And if we want to start to take action in our lives, it is really key to distinguish this from healthy, healthily striving towards achieving our goals rather than living in this spiral of shame that holds us back and gets us absolutely nowhere. So in this episode, I'm going to break down three things that you might catch yourself doing. And for each one, two specific ways that this is going to be getting in your way. And in this episode, as I said at the beginning, I want to focus exactly on how it shows up for us. And because I like to keep these episodes around the 20 minute mark, I'm not going to talk about what to do if you recognize these in yourself today. Next week, I'm going to talk all about what you can do uh, towards getting your perfectionist mindset on your side and setting yourself up for success. So either wait till next Wednesday if you're listening in real time or go to episode 14 to listen if you are listening later. So let's dive in. Number one is overthinking and underdoing. So this shows up when we get caught in the spiral of analysis paralysis and it can lead us to never making any decisions and therefore never taking action. I talked a little bit about decisions in last week's episode when I was talking about the five second rule. When we are trying to make changes in our lives, obviously there is going to be some decision making involved. And because maybe there are so many decisions you feel like you have to make, or there's so many ways in which you could go about making this life change, it can feel really overwhelming. And so you overthink what is the best decision for you. And this overthinking can lead to you just never doing the thing. So for example, let's say that you decide you want to start a business and you are struggling to think about what business you want to start because you're really interested in travel and you're interested in pets and you're also interested in languages and you love personal development. You just don't know what the quote unquote best decision is. And the truth is, as I talked about last week, there is no best decision. The best decision is to just decide something and just go all in on that. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about what to do if this comes up for you, but I guess I will a little bit. If you're deciding that you need to make changes in your life, the best thing is to just make a decision, do what it takes to be happy with that decision and go all in. 
The second way that overthinking and underdoing can show up for us is in procrastination. Obviously, we talk about procrastination all the time over here. But yes, of course, if you're not deciding something, if you're overthinking it, if you're not doing it, then what are you doing instead? You're procrastinating. This can look like procrastinated learning, procrastinated researching, procrastinated planning. Like you say that you are you know, going to work on the thing that you want to set up, but instead you're just organizing your to-do list, you're organizing your priorities, you're reshuffling your calendar, you're trying to look into what qualifications you might need to do before you start. And this is not necessary. None of this is necessary. This is actually a form of procrastination, which is caused by overthinking. Because again, we are trying to avoid shame. And if we're trying to avoid shame, we don't want to go straight, we don't want to go headfirst into doing the thing if we're not sure if we're going to be successful at it. So we want to make sure that we are 100% making the right decision. We want to make sure that we are fully qualified enough before we start doing the thing. And this is not going to get us any closer to our goals. In fact, it's just going to take us longer to get there than if we just dived headfirst, dived, dove headfirst and started taking action on the thing. Of course, when we start doing something new, we're not going to be 100% certain. We're not going to have all the answers, but the best thing to do rather than trying to learn all the things before you start, have all the answers before you start is to just start. The second way that perfectionism is holding you back is having all or nothing thoughts or and or actions. And this can really show up for a lot of people when they try to start a new habit. So I see people all the time all the time saying that habit trackers are a great thing if you want to start a new habit and I just say no, definitely not, especially if you're a perfectionist because what happens when we try to start a new habit, say doing yoga every single day, you take off the first three days because you were fine the first three days but then on the fourth day something happens and you don't have time to do the yoga and then on the fifth day the same thing and then by this day six or seven you have the mindset of oh, okay well I haven't done the first five days perfectly so I'm just gonna not do it for the rest of the month and I'll start again on the first of the next month. <laughs> this is all or nothing thinking you either have to do it perfectly or not at all so your that way of thinking of okay well if I can't do it perfectly it's not worth doing at all leads to all or nothing actions right and when this shows up this can lead us to feeling behind okay so you see other people who've managed to stay consistent with their yoga practice for 30 days in a row and you're wondering oh why can't well they can do that then why can't I oh god I'm so behind this other person has managed to start this business by posting on Instagram every single day for the past two months but I can't even post one thing I just can't stay consistent with anything therefore I'm just not going to do it because there's no point and I'm never going to be successful at it we don't want to be doing that that's all or nothing thinking okay and the second way that all or nothing thinking gets in our way and holds us back as perfectionism as perfectionists is by setting completely unattainable goals and this is something that I struggled with for such a long time I wanted to go from where I was now to my absolute dream life with 
the click of my fingers and I now realize that that dream life was just such an unattainable goal for where I was at the time it's closer now because I've actually done the work to get towards getting there and that is my big picture vision but I've learned that actually before I start trying to manifest the big things that I want to achieve I need to focus on setting more realistic more short-term goals and hold that vision in my head but I'm not actively working towards that vision at the moment because it's just not achievable for me at the moment yes you can manifest anything you want and yes a lot can happen in a year but it's unrealistic to think that you're going to go from from being waitress to being a bazillionaire with seven houses on the beach on in every continent across the globe in a year Maybe in five years, maybe in 10 years, absolutely, but not in one year. So I absolutely can relate to that. But all or nothing thinking when it comes to our goals is not what we want to be doing. We want to be thinking about celebrating the milestones, taking consistent action towards our goals and holding the vision in the process. And the third massive way that perfectionism is holding you back is people pleasing. This is such a buzzword at the moment as well Um, and I see people talking about it on social media all the time uh, but it's definitely a sign of perfectionism. We want to avoid shame right and a lot of our shame comes from the judgment of others so we want to look perfect in the eyes of others so we will go out of our way to try to please them make people like us and approve of us. We crave approval as people pleasers, as perfectionists. And this shows up in so many ways. Not saying no when you really, really want to. You regularly take on extra work, even if you don't have time to do it and you know that you don't have time to do it. Maybe you overcommit to plans or you take on too many things at once. And very often you don't advocate for your own needs. For example, saying that you're fine when you really are not and you really want to complain about what's going on. The second more surprising way that people pleasing shows up for perfectionists is you're very critical of others. We want to avoid shame as perfectionists. One way that we try to make ourselves feel better about not being where we want to be in life is to criticize others you want to avoid the shame of feeling like you're not capable of doing the thing that you really want to do or you're not capable of being liked or praised for the thing that you want to be doing and to feel better about this you go and look at what others are doing or not doing and you criticize them for that oh this person's going to the gym all the time she must have no life oh this person's always on social media she must have no real friends this person is not doing anything with their life they don't have a job they must be really boring and we do this because it helps us feel like we and the way that we live our lives looks better in the eyes of others than what these people are doing so there you have it those are three massive ways that perfectionism is holding you back If you enjoyed this episode and you want to learn more about how to actually overcome your perfectionism, then go and listen to episode 14, either right now, if it's already out, if not, then don't forget to check in next Wednesday for that episode. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left me a five-star rating on Spotify or a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or even better, take a screenshot and share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me. If you do any of those things, then I will send you a free visualization meditation, which will help you start to visualize actually doing the thing and taking the action towards manifesting the life that you want. And I will see you in the next episode for tips and tricks on on using your perfectionism to set yourself up for success. Bye.